Hey, welcome to a Stonewall's Perspective podcast. In this podcast, Alex gives his perspective on what is going on in the world. It is his mission to bring the light of the gospel into every aspect of life. We hope you enjoy. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of A Stonewall's Perspective. I'm your host, Alexander Stone. I'm on a mission to spread the light of the gospel into every aspect of life. And yes, I did say every, including the things that people do not like to discuss, such as politics. In 2021, I had the opportunity to go to a President Trump rally and volunteer there. While I was volunteering, I was stationed where President Trump's motorcade was coming in. And because of the traffic, and the amount of people that were going there, I had the opportunity to look inside of some of the cars there. One of the people that was in one of the cars was a woman by the name of Carrie Lake, who ran for Arizona governor. While I saw her in her car, I decided, you know what, I'm going to go up to her and talk to her and see if she would like to be on my podcast. And lo and behold, uh, that did happen. So later that year in November of 2021, I went to Arizona for Thanksgiving and I had the opportunity to interview Carrie Lake on my show for the first time. It was a great deal. It was a great interview in which I learned about her plan to fight for Arizona. Although she did not win, although she did win her election, it was stolen from her. Uh, Although it was stolen, she is still fighting for Arizona. She is still fighting for America. In today's show, Please welcome Carrie Lake. How are you doing today? Oh, my gosh. It's so good to see you, Alex. I remember that day uh, vividly. Uh, We pulled up. There was a ton of traffic. We were trying to get to the rally. And uh, you recognized me. And and we had a nice conversation. And I kind of figured that that would be the end of it. And and here we are a couple years later and uh, still connected. And I'm so very happy that your show is continuing. And I'm even more thrilled to be on it. Well, thank you, Carrie. It's an honor to have you on for the second time. Uh, I've been paying attention a lot to Arizona. As as you can see, I have all my Arizona stuff, Arizona Cardinals, uh, Diamondbacks, um, Arizona Sun Devils as well behind me. I love Arizona. My dad was born and raised in Arizona. So I've grown up loving Arizona and everything about it, uh, except for University of Arizona, that is. you know, I, I pay attention to what's going on. So that's why I was able to recognize who you were because of my love for Arizona. What we see today in Arizona is, is corrupt. It's wicked. Uh, it's evil. It started in 2020, probably before that, uh, mm-hmm. honestly. Uh, but we've seen that, especially with President Trump's election and your election now most recently. What are what is going on and what can the we the people do to fix what is going on in Arizona? Oh, it's it's really you're right. Corruption um, at every level across every spectrum of our government. And it has been ignored or um, not dealt with for many, many years, for decades, I believe, and allowed to fester and grow. And, you know, it's it's scary for somebody to try to tackle that a level of corruption. And unfortunately, this is the task upon us because we've seen too many elections now that have been rigged and stolen. And I I wonder how many were rigged and stolen before 2020. We just happen to have a candidate like Donald Trump, a populist who everybody loved, 
even though the media tried to make you think everyone didn't love him. And in 2022, with my with my campaign, which was a campaign, a populist campaign of the people for the people and by the people. And when you have populist campaigns, it's very obvious when they're stealing elections. The whole world knows it. And everyone in Arizona knows they rigged this election and they're fighting us. They're suing me to try to shut me up. But our our lawsuit continues and we're fighting it in the courts. We have to fight in the court that we have. Unfortunately, I think there's corruption there as well. And we'd like to take our case all the way to the Supreme Court, U.S. Supreme Court. And I, so we're I in the middle you, of I think you will. You know, when I, I, I sorry for interrupting, but I want to I want to comment on this um, a few days before your election. Uh, your opponent, Katie Hobbs, she brought out Barack Obama uh, to try and get a crowd. And, you know, I, I paid attention to it. And one of the things that caught my ear uh, is she said, and democracy is the system that will send Carrie Blake back to whatever dark corner of the Internet she came from. Uh, there's, there's a few <laughs> things from that. First of all, you've been famous for a very long time from being on television. Uh, you didn't come from a dark corner. And even though she stole the election, you haven't shut up. You won't shut up because that is what you are called to do. You are called to fight for Arizona. And you've been doing that uh, ever since that day that the election was stolen from you. You haven't gone back to any dark corner of the internet. You've gotten louder and you will continue to get louder. And I'm so happy about it. Uh, and I won't shut up. And they're trying to sue me to shut me up. I mean, the, the county recorder who is behind this botched election, this corrupt election, is now trying to sue me. He used to have an ability to just email his friends over at Twitter and shut somebody down. And when when he lost that ability, when he lost the ability through some of his networks in the federal government to pick up the phone and call and get somebody shut up immediately, get them canceled, get them wiped off the social media landscape. When he lost that ability, he's in a freakout mode. He also was the same guy who uh, refused to allow journalists in to ask questions at the press conferences after the election. And he lost that case. It was appealed up to the Ninth Circuit and he was ruled wrong. This is a man who loves censorship, he wants to push the government line. And frankly, Alex, it is our duty as American citizens to stand up to our government when it's corrupt, to stand up to that corruption, to fight back. And that's what I'm doing. It's precisely what I'm doing. They sabotaged Election Day. They disenfranchised Arizona voters. They stole our sacred vote and they trampled on our sacred vote. And if we don't stand up at this moment and fight back and do everything we can to reform our elections, we will not have a country. And I worry more so for your generation, this young generation coming up. I don't want you living in a communist country, in a Marxist globalist country. I want you living in a free America. And so that's what really what we're fighting for right now. And I talk about it in my book. Here we go. I talk about it in my book. I actually I mentioned that I actually mentioned that time that Barack Obama came to town to stump for Katie Hobbs. And it's actually kind of kind of a funny story because he actually was saying actually some complimentary things about me. And I was laughing, thinking, wait a minute, is he here stumping for her or not? Because he didn't do a very good job selling Katie Hobbs. It's a pretty hard thing to sell because there's not much there. She's not very intelligent. She doesn't much care for Arizona. She uh, wants to push socialism and Marxism. She's for indoctrinating our children. She's for a wide open border. She turns her head with the fentanyl pouring through. Uh, she's for defunding the police. She's for everything that Americans are, Americans and Arizonans are against. And so we must fight back. They've taken control of our state government. And we, the people, are fed up.
Mm-hmm. I, I certainly agree. We are fed up. I'm fed up. I'm 19 years old. I don't want to live in a country that is gripped by communism and socialism. I, I don't even call the Democrat Party the Democrat Party anymore. It's the Communist Socialist Party. It's a mixture of communism and socialism. And their agenda is to get rid of anything that is good, anything that is godly. I, I'm a very, very strong Bible guy. I love the Bible. I love scripture. Isaiah 520 says, well, unto you who call evil good and good evil, who put darkness for light and light for darkness, who put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. We look at that verse and we see exactly that happening in the United States of America, especially with the Communist Socialist Party. They are for abortion all the way up till after. If a baby survives an abortion in New York, the doctor can let it die. All right. They're for that. They're for the fentanyl coming in uh, on our border. And we need more people like you. It's sad. You have more testicular fortitude than most men in the United States, and you don't even have testicles. That's how how far we have come as a country, and it's really sad to see. It is sad. We need a few courageous people, but I want to give you some hope, Alex. I'm, I'm out there all over Arizona, all over the country. I've even been outside the country talking about the importance of, of fair, honest elections, because if, without them, we are not free people. And there's a lot of people starting to stand up and speak out. They've, they've always, they've been with us. The people have been with us. It's just been uh, nerve wracking to step forward and use the most powerful weapon we have, our voice, because we've been watching people get canceled, lose their job, lose everything for simply speaking out for our American ideals, for our American uh, liberties and freedoms and and speaking out in defense of that. And now I believe that people are realizing we are at the end of the road here the 11th hour. There's no more time on the clock and we better stand up and speak out and get courageous quick because we will lose our country if we don't do that. And I'm seeing this a groundswell of of real average everyday people saying, no, we're not going to let this country go. Not on our, we're not going to be the generation that let America go. And we're willing to, to fight for her. And that's, that's what we're doing right now. So, you know, the same God that, that put the founding fathers here 247 years ago at that pivotal moment in human history and American history, little did they know it was American history just starting out, um, that same God that put those brave men there has placed us here at this moment, this consequential moment. And I know that we are up for the task. And so I'm, you know, when I get down, I try to remember, wow, God, God thinks so highly of me and us that he put us here for this fight. And that means if he put us here, he equipped us for it. Sometimes we have tough days. I'm not going to lie and say that every day is easy and breezy. I have tough days as well. But when I try to lean back on my faith and say, God, I know that you're counting on me and you're counting on us and you're counting on we, the people, to do right by you, um, that gives me a little extra strength that I need. Mm-hmm. Certainly right. You know, I, I, I'm thinking just about the time that I've been doing my podcast. And one of the first people uh, that I met was Pastor Mark Burns, one of President Trump's, uh, one of his spiritual leaders, spiritual advisors. And something that he said to me very early on is, Alex, you were made for such a time as this. And he pulled out uh, Esther 414, uh, that Mm. we are made for such a time as this, even though there's so much evil, even though there's so much corruption, even though there's so much wickedness, 
we were made for such a time as this. And you, Carrie Lake, are someone who is fighting for Arizona, for Arizona. You know, you don't care just about Arizona. You care about the people of Arizona. It, and it's been made really evident. Do. It's been made evident in your campaign, the way that you campaigned. You know, I, I had an opportunity a few months uh, a few months before your election to to be in Arizona for uh, just Fourth of July, I'd assume. I think it was Fourth of July, and I got to hang out with some of your interns. Uh, and your interns loved America, and they continue to love America. You know, people say I, I hear people so often um, talk about how indoctrinated my generation is, and and I believe that there is indoctrination. However, seeing those kinds of people uh, on your campaign gave me hope for for my generation. Uh, And I think that's going to continue to happen. Young people are going to continue to wake up, and you're one of the people who's helped that happen. In December, I was at uh, America Fest. I heard you speak. It was phenomenal. Uh, Thousands upon thousands upon thousands of young people gathering uh, to hear more about how we can get involved and help our country uh, and, and help our country get back to her former glory. It's amazing. Young people are not done. Young people are not going to stop. Uh, and, and you're one of the people who has helped with waking up young people. Well, I think COVID did a, a lot to wake young people up. They realized how much they were punished during COVID unnecessarily, wrongfully. And they realized that if they don't take note and get involved in politics, uh, somebody else will. Somebody else will chart the course for their future. There's a lot of smart young people. We had so many young people in our movement, and they're still with us. So I don't blame the young people. And those who haven't come around, who have been indoctrinated, I feel for them. You know, it's it's not their fault they got sent into school and the schools indoctrinated them. It's it's the generation above them's fault for not doing more and paying more attention and allowing this to happen. So we're working on waking up some more young people. They're very much active, at least in our campaign, they have been. And we're not done yet. We're going to continue fighting. You know, I call it my election case, but it's really our election case. It's this country's election case. It's anybody who cares about reforming our elections for the sake of saving our country. And I don't look to have any benefit to go to Democrats or Republicans in this. I want a fair level playing field that every voter, no matter what their political ideology, when they walk into that polling booth, uh, voting booth, that they are able to cast their vote. And they know that that one legal vote counts as one legal vote. It's not going to be watered down with hundreds of thousands of phony ballots. It's going to count. And so that's why our case is so important. And I encourage people to learn more about it. We're in the appellate court and, um, you know, we we need people supporting us. We need people to tell us, and they already have been telling us they want us to move forward. And we need their help. We, you know, we're paying our attorneys. We're going to push this case forward. I believe that Arizona is the where the first domino falls. Somebody just said that to me recently. I thought that was a great analogy. We knock over the first domino in election integrity, and they fall all around all fifty states because we're going to crack this thing open. We have the evidence and the proof. And we have the attorneys who are willing to fight it with us. So I encourage people who are watching, if you care about elections, get involved. If you can give 10, 20, 50, 100, whatever you can give to help pay for our legal fees, we want to move this forward. We would love to get it to the U.S. Supreme Court. Crack open this fraud in our elections so that we, the people, can finally um, have honesty in our elections. Carrie, you mentioned your book. Where can people find that? 
I'm so proud of this book. It is a page turner, Alex. This is not a boring book written by a consultant like so many politicians do. This was written straight from the heart in the days after our victory was stolen. Um, I I was in a pretty dark place. Uh, I was a little worried that it would end up like a Stephen King, you know, horror book because <laughs> I was so angry at the time. But it was actually very therapeutic to put this book together to organize my thoughts and my story. It's a little bit memoir. It's a little bit how to how to keep our country uh, from going down the tubes. It's a little bit political intrigue, a little history. Um, a lot of faith. I, I think you really like the faith aspect of it. And there's some true crime story as well because of what they did when they rigged our election. You can find it on amazon.com, barnesandnoble.com. Check your bookstore. I know a lot of bookstores have sold out of it, so you can always get it online. You can even go to carrylake.com and order it directly from our publisher. Whatever way you want to go about ordering it, make sure you order it. It is a page turner. Everyone has been telling me, oh my gosh, I didn't know that. I didn't know all about your story. I could not put this book down. So that's a good sign. Good. I'm glad to hear that. I, I would prefer that people go to your website, carrylake.com to buy it. Uh, don't support Amazon. Don't support Barnes and Noble because uh, quite frankly, they've gone woke uh, and, and we don't want to support woke companies. So go to carrylake.com to uh, find and order uh, her book. Also, how can people help with your case? How can people donate to your uh, election case? They can go to carrylake.com or they can go to Save Arizona Fund, F U N D.com, learn more about our case. Our case is growing and expanding. And we are, as I said, uh, putting our appeal together right now. And it might be filed by the end of the week, but definitely, definitely by the end of July. And I'm going to be taking on, as I said, the county recorder who's trying to silence me from speaking out about what they did to our elections. They're so afraid of the truth because the truth really shows who the corrupt people are and they're afraid of what it's going to reveal about them. And I think it's really important that we get the truth out so people understand what's happening in our elections. Wonderful. Well, I'm, I'm glad that you are fighting. Before before we come to an end, uh, I was talking with Captain Seth Keschel. He's one of my, my mentors and has helped me get to where I am today and uh, is going to continue to do so. I was talking about the fact that I'm going to be interviewing you. Uh, and he told me, uh, to ask you what you think of Captain Seth Keschel's work. <laughs> That's a great question. And I think he knows the answer. I consider Seth a friend. I consider him a, a patriot brother. Um, I've met so many good people. I've lost friends along the way who, you know, just don't want you to speak out and want, and they uh, don't like your politics. You know, I worked in a very liberal uh, field with the majority of the people I worked with being very, very liberal. But the friends I've gained, people like Captain Seth Ketchell and Michael Flynn and people like you, Alex, and so many people along the way are worth their weight in gold. They love this country. They would lay down and die for this country. And they've proven it as many of them, especially when they're veterans, they truly would do that. And so um, he's wonderful. I love his dedication to get to getting to the bottom of the 2020 election. He understands the issue more than almost anybody I know. And I just, I, I love him like a, a brother. He's he's just been such a, a good person and he's always there for me. And every once in a while, I just get a, a call for him saying, hey, checking in, just want you to know I'm thinking about you and anything I can do to help. And and those are the kind of friends you really need. That's exactly right. Well, he's going to be glad to hear that here in about an hour. Uh, but I will Carrie say Fan this, he ruins every picture he's in though. <laughs> he told me to give like, you hell about He's like about seven feet tweet. tall. 
So, you know, you got to take a really wide shot and he's way up here and everybody else is way down here. Yeah. I'm kidding, but it, it is pretty funny. And, and he uh, he wears his uh, stature well. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Carrie. He's going to be glad to hear that in about an hour from now. Uh, before we go, guys, if you go to MyPillow.com and use promo code STONEWALL, you can get a discount of up to 66% off of your order. Or we can also do another deal, which is use MyPillow.com forward slash Stonewall, and you can get MyPillow slippers for up to, or for, excuse me, $25. It's like wearing love on your feet. Uh, MyPillow wow. slippers, uh, $25, or use that promo code to get up to 66% off of your order. Carrie, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you all for listening. God bless you all, and goodbye. Thank you. Oh, I'm Mike Lindell, and my employees and I want to thank each and every one of you for your support by bringing you the My Pillow that started it all. My Pillow's patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs, regardless of your sleep position. Because it works, we've sold over 70 million My Pillows, and now I'm bringing it to you for the lowest price ever. For example, you get my standard My Pillow now only 19.88 with your promo code. Now's the time to get them for your friends your family, your neighbors, everyone you know. My pillows make the best gifts ever. In the times we're in, one thing we all need is getting a great night's sleep. So go to MyPillow.com or call that number on your screen now. Use your promo code and you'll get my standard MyPillow for only $19.88. For a more custom fit, my premium queen, only $24.98. Or my premium king, only $29.98. This is a limited time offer, so order now. Thank you for listening to today's episode. We hope you enjoyed. You can also check us out at Stonewall's Perspective on Facebook and Instagram to keep up with the latest news. Stay anchored.